right now. Oh, I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the slightly sick but super cute, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hey, glad to be here. Thank you so much for doing this, even though you're sick. And busy. And busy. Okay, you're so busy. Hey, thank you for listening, even though you're probably really busy, just as busy as Eric, and maybe even sick. Um, This is really exciting because we haven't done a podcast episode here in the studio. We've been doing the tour ones. It's been a month or two. I got like really- Two months? I got really giddy about like- talking in the microphone to everybody you love it i really do i genuinely do and i'm so i'm so excited for this episode and i'm calling it what is thought work and how it can bring you sex money power parentheses and peace because this is a really funny joke to me is at the end of the day you know what everybody wants what they want you to say things like you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna make more money, you're gonna I don't know what el- what other things sex money power. So I've decided I'm just gonna start saying things like this will bring you sex money and power <laughs> because it's like th- clickbait. It's clickbait, but it's also because it's true. I just added and peace in parentheses because at the end of the day, I think we think sex money and power will bring us peace. That's why we want them. Mm. It's not actually like the money is so fun. The sex is so fun. The power is so fun. But it's the feeling that we think we're going to get from having those things. Yeah. And thought work is this new idea. Now, I know I didn't make up the concept of thought work, but I have been really trying to figure out like to what to call what it is I do. Is it coaching? Is it business help? Is it personal development help? Yes, 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 all those things, right? But at the end of the day, what I'm very obsessed with and very into at this moment and for the next past several years and future several years is thought work. Always, always important that you know I spell thought work with an E. Work it. (laughs) You better work. You better work, okay? So because I have started to talk about thought work, and I've started saying even, you know, my new membership, Awesome On Demand, is a monthly membership with daily thought work and weekly thought work challenges, I thought it would be so fun to do a whole episode about what thought work is and isn't to me, how I'm defining it, and why it matters to you. So I wanted to start with a couple of segments. The first one is getting booky with it. Na 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 na. What have you been reading, Eric? Uh, I've been reading a. Do science. you read? I just I just finished uh, Slaughterhouse Five Ooh, by Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, I haven't read that in so long. Now I'm reading a science fiction novel called Hyperion by Dan Simmons. Okay, yeah, you did, you made the concerted effort. You wanted to start reading more fiction. Yep, I'm doing it. I think that's awesome. We're gonna I- talk because I, I did some research. I learned about the benefits of reading beyond what you think they are, and fiction's important. Okay, I'm excited to do a whole episode. Yeah, we'll do on- that. 
why you should read. Yep. Okay, I've been reading a lot of books, but one that I'm going to be referencing that I have referenced is The Being Peace. And the author, he's a, I know. He's a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, and Just his name is it. Thich Nhat Hanh. T-H-I-C-H Nhat Hanh. And again, we always put the show notes at theallisonshow.com, so we'll link you there. And then I'm also going to be referencing a book that I reference all the time because I love it, which is The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And so those are the books that I'm going to be referencing in this episode, but also that you should just read. I haven't read The Being Piece, but I like that you're reading it because now you like my reading sunroom that I made. Yeah, Eric did make this reading room. So one cool concept in Being Peace that is at the very end of the book, and it's a really short book that Tuck Nuck Han talks about, is this idea of everyone should have a breathing room, like a little room in your house that you can go into and just breathe. And he said children should go in there and just take three breaths you know, they don't even need to be in there for three minutes. And then he said, even when you're not in that breathing room, you can go there mentally in your mind, like go to your breathing room. And so Eric has really created this beautiful kind of sun area in our home, comfortable chairs, and you go in there and read. I'm usually in my bed. Yeah, the record player's there. It has, it's it, The chairs face a, a big window that goes out to the backyard. Yeah. So the view's beautiful. So I started, I said to Eric and the kids, hey, this is our breathing room. And I really love that concept. So um, I hope that you like that. The, uh, we wanted to just do a quick nobody cares about your kids. I just want to say everybody's sick, man. Everybody is sick, and it's good that I've been reading Being Peace because it takes a lot of patience (laughs) to deal with three sick children, and then my sweet husband, who has been so helpful now, is sick. Yeah, I took care of the kids, and now I'm... Now I want to go to work and never come back. Yeah. So... (laughs) I was at work yesterday and I'm like, I'm never coming home. Like, and we were, I was with the three kids in bed. We were all just laying there <laughs> waiting for you to bring us Gatorade. Okay, listen, she's trying her best. So we're just so excited that you're here. And I'm really excited to dive into this concept of thought work, W-E-R-K, how it can bring you sex, money, and power, and also peace. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to first share with you how examining my thoughts and doing what I'm referring to as thought work, I wanted to share like what it has done for me. These are all the things it has done. It has helped me lose over 40 pounds and keep that off. It has helped me lessen and almost stop in a lot of ways my habitual anxiety. So I call that my habitual anxiety and I have an episode all about my anxiety journey. But my habitual anxiety, what I mean by that is just the thought patterns I would get into that were habit before events and before projects. My thought work has helped me basically stop that. I definitely still have hormonal anxiety and chemical anxiety that happens. And my thought work has helped me become more aware of those patterns. That's true. Yeah, it's night and day. And so even when I feel like the huge hormonal shift, the the rain cloud come over me and I can almost go to suicidal places, I'm able to use the thought work and the different tools and techniques that I have discovered to help me even navigate that. I'm not saying it takes away all negative emotion. That's not the point of it, but it helps me navigate that negative emotion. Um, I, for the last two years in a row, have doubled, not 
the profits is another story. Like I've tripled and quadrupled profits, but I, for the last two years in a row, I just realized have actually doubled the entire revenue of my business. So not just profits, which again are higher, but the actual revenue, like all of the money coming in, I've doubled it two years in a row and I fully expect to at least double it again this year. That is not from me going and taking some sort of crazy business degree or anything other than thought work, new thoughts, ideas, understanding how to manage thoughts. And and again, I'm going to get into what thought work is. The other thing that thought work has done for me is it has increased my level of joy in my life. It has. So it did. Did it give me sex? Yeah, we're having great sex, huh, baby? We're, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've, been, yeah. I've been talking about sex more lately. Did it give me money? Yes. Did it give me power? Yes. But you know, the most important thing to me, honestly, is you can have that sex money power, but if you don't have the peace, you can't enjoy it. And so what this thought work has done for me is it has increased my peace, my understanding, and my overall level of joy. And yesterday, I had a crazy day. Like just, you know, back-to-back things. I was on the news. We had meetings. I had contractor workers come in to discuss things. And then I came home and the kids were sick and I forgot my wallet. And I truly was able to move through each activity with a smile and a sense of peace because of the way that I had prepared myself in the morning, actually. And so I'm just so, this is why I care so much. This is why I care so much. Because what Whatever your problem is, whatever you are suffering with, it can be relieved with your thoughts. So I want you to think of what you're struggling with. I want you to think about what you think (laughs) your problem is. And I am not saying it's not a problem, but I just want to offer you this incredible, powerful solution and tool of hope, thought work. So what is thought work? And so I sat down and I thought, you know, if I had to say to somebody, what is it? I first started with what it isn't. Okay, because again, this has been a journey ding for me over the past like three or so years. I mean, really, truly over the past 10 years, but over the past three years. And there was very definite before and afters when I got hit by the car that I learned even more. And it really started when three years ago, I launched the Year of Awesome calendar. And then two years ago, or however long ago we we launched the podcast, is when I started sharing and even getting into this work deeper. So here is what thought work is not. It is not controlling or micromanaging thoughts. And the reason I throw that out there is that's what I thought it was until I got hit by a car. Like that for me, it was like the next level of awareness was, oh, I'm not supposed to be controlling all my thoughts. It is also not obsessing over all our thoughts. It is not having perfect thoughts. It is not never thinking negative or counterproductive thoughts. Now let's get into what it is. It is being aware that we are thinking and that we are not our thoughts. I'm going to say that one more time. It is being aware that we are thinking because all of that that stream of talk, talk, talk in your head, that's not you. You're observing the thinking. And I love this from Michael Singer. He says, the narration makes you feel more comfortable with the world around you. Like backseat driving, it makes you feel as though things are more in your control. 
So why are we constantly narrating the world around us? I'm looking at Eric right now, and I can be thinking his hat is red, his back is strong. It does Thank not you. change. Yes, it does not change the fact right? Your hat was red and your back was strong without me thinking that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm narrating it. And so what is thought work? Truly, it's awareness of your thoughts. That's the first step. It's awareness that you are thinking and you are not the thoughts. It's awareness that you are not the voice inside your head, that you are the observer, Okay, it is uncovering to me, thought work is uncovering unrealized thoughts. I like to think of them as rules that we're playing this game of life by that we don't even realize we're adhering to. And it's kind of mind blowing. Thought work is recognizing that we have driving thoughts, thoughts that we wake up every day that fuel all of our actions that we don't even realize are driving us. And actually, you guys, I started my book. I started it like I actually truly started it and that is a that's a big chunk of what I'm going to be talking about in the book. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad you're excited. Thank you. Thought work is sitting with uncomfortable thoughts. It is realizing our thoughts create our feelings. You think <laughs> that you feel something and you're like, "Ooh, I'm feeling this." And then you create thoughts around it. You're feeling something because of the thoughts you're having. It's just that we're unconscious of those thoughts so often. Bob Proctor is somebody I'm just obsessed with. And a couple years ago, I was reading a bunch of his work, and he talks about this idea, we don't even know how to think. Like, nobody taught us how to think. We think it's something that should just be natural, but there truly are better, (laughs) more realized ways of thinking. And when you, you know, ponder on that, that should be what we teach in school is not, here's a fact, memorize it. But let's examine how we wrap meaning around the ideas that come into our life. And that has really blown my mind for the past couple of years, examining, do I even know how to think, really? So realizing our thoughts create our feelings. It's also thought work is understanding how our thoughts create change and alter our actions. So when I say change your thoughts to change your life, or that by changing my thinking, I was able to lose weight, of course It means that it changed my actions, but it always, always starts with a thought. I want you to think of that seed. A thought is like a seed. It always starts with that that little kernel. Thought work is asking over and over this question, okay? Does this thought serve me? And for me, what thought work starts to shift into eventually is, again, not this idea of micromanaging and controlling our thoughts, but an awareness. And what I have been so focused on lately is the concept of effortless action. And I want to read you this other thought from Michael Singer when he talks about Basically, he's talking about like when you become aware of your thoughts and when you start to do this kind of work, he says, the thoughts are closer in. So for me, that means that they're, um, you're more aware of them. The emotions are a little further away. And have you noticed that, Eric, that as you examine your thoughts and you have more awareness, that the emotions seem a little further away? I have noticed that because when you're not aware, the emotion and the thoughts seem like they're one thing. Mm-hmm. And then as you, and then as, as soon as I begin to see the difference, the emotion was kind of put on pause and, t- and then I could 
let it happen or not. Yes, I think put on pause is such a good way of describing it. I'm not saying you're going to become this like numb being. It's almost like... It's the opposite, actually. It's the opposite. And I've been reading this book on tantric sex. (laughs) And again, I've told you, talking about sex more, okay? Sorry, children. But there's this idea that you can force yourself into, like, you can force yourself into something or you can relax into something. Mm-hmm. And I think that that concept has been so awesome for me, this idea of you can relax and ease into thoughts and ease into feelings and ease into your surroundings, melt into them, or you can white knuckle grab them, which is control, mm-hmm. right? And so to finish that thought from Michael Singer, the thoughts are closer in, the emotions are a little further away, and form is way out there. Behind it all, there you are. You've always been the conscious receiver of all of this. I just love that so much. Now, I believe that thought work, you you just, now that you have this basis of what thought work is to me, and what it is and what it isn't, I believe that thought work is the basis of all mental, emotional, and physical health. Like I said, the thoughts are the seeds, being aware of our thoughts. Because this is so important to me, I decided to do something really, really fun, and it serves a lot of purposes. One of the main purposes is of The Allison Show and of this podcast is is to help you feel a little more awesome. And to me, that means to ease suffering. And so I was thinking, like, how could I give people... And I believe I'm doing that so much with Awesome On Demand, my membership. And I was like, how can I give people, like, a free sample of it without, like, unlocking all of this content that people could just come and take, Mm -hmm. right? And I thought, ooh, this will be so fun for both my Awesome On Demand members. So if you're part of AOD, AOD, great. If you're not, you get, like, a taste of what it is we're working with. We're going to do a free 31-day thought work challenge. And every single day during the month of March, we're going to text message you. Oh my gosh, how easy is that? I am buying a very expensive text messaging system (laughs) because I really wanted it to be so accessible for people. And I was like, okay, I'm going to spend this money and we're going to text message as many thousands of people if we can. A simple thought work, W-E-R-K, mama, a simple thought work idea every single day during the month of March. And then we're going to give away awesome prizes. If you do all the days, we're going to send you cool graphics. And the idea is I wanted to focus on mindfulness or meditation. Mindfulness and meditation both are thought work. But I did this poll on Instagram and I thought it was so interesting how um, many people get turned off by those words. And so I thought this would be like a cool way to like introduce you to those concepts, take all of our awesome Empire listeners and give them a way to really dive deep into this idea of thought work for free, making it fun, and we're just going to send you an awesome text message every day. So if you want to get in on that, which I really, really hope you do, all you have to do is text message thought work. So that's thought and then W-E-R-K, one word, to 31996. Now I want to talk about how you can become a thought worker. So of course, I want you to join our free challenge. I think it's going to be so much fun. We're going to send you our March mindfulness calendar page that is a part of Awesome On Demand. We're going to send you some free downloads. Um, When you join the challenge, we're going to check in with you. But mainly, all we're going to do is send you that simple prompt each day. But I wanted you to be able to do something right now, no matter where you are. And I have six ideas for you you on how you can become more of a thought 
worker, you know, and all that sex money power, but most importantly, peace. And the first tip I have is awareness requires stillness. So in order to be a thought worker, you need awareness. In order to have awareness, you need stillness. And in the Being Peace book, like I said, I've been focusing so much on effortless action, trying to do great things without forcing all this action and white knuckling it, but still noticing how things are accomplished and achieved almost effortlessly. And I love this idea in Buddhism called non-action. In Being Peace, he says, sometimes if we don't do anything, we help more than if we do a lot. We call that non-action. It is like the calm person on a small boat in a storm. That person does not have to do much, just be himself, and the situation can change. It's not talking, not teaching, just being. So this idea of non-action, that has to do with meditation, or it's just being. And I think a lot of times we don't have a lot of awareness because we don't have any stillness. We don't have enough non-action in our lives. So if you're wondering, how can I be more of a thought worker? How can I get these awesome results that Allison keeps talking about? Ask yourself, are you carving out time for awareness and stillness? And it's not just non-action in your mind. It's non-action in your body, non-action in your spirit. This idea of just being. So that's something I've been really trying to do because you can't have awareness without stillness. And I'd like to point out that stillness is not numbing. Numbing would be eating, watching TV, doing things, being on your phone, talking, 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 doing things to constantly... um, Help help you be not aware. Yeah, exactly. They take us away from awareness. So the second way to become a thought worker is to seek and strive for greater understanding. This is a concept, again, from being peace, where they say that understanding is love. And I thought that was such a beautiful concept because, you know, love is such an abstract idea. What is love? And I've heard um, people say love is respect and love is this and, you know, love is that. But I really, really took to this idea of love is understanding. And in Marianne Williamson's book, uh, Return to Love, she has this prayer in it that I think is so beautiful that I say all the time now. And it is my, and I'm paraphrasing it, but my desire is peace. Please help me to understand what I'm not seeing so that I may fill that peace. That's essentially the gist of it. And so I find myself now when I'm in a situation or I'm in a position where I'm feeling frustrated, I say, hey, hey, my desire is peace. Please help me to understand what I'm missing so that I can find that peace. Because when we have that understanding, that's what can always lead to love and peace. Does that make sense that understanding equals love? Do you have any thoughts on that? I was just thinking with that is that is what people want. They want to be understood. Yeah. And that's where so much strife and like contention and judgment happens is because there's not true understanding. People are quick to judge. And understanding really is love. I like that. Yeah, it's been so um, 
beautiful for me. So, <laughs> okay, the third way that you can become more of a thought worker is writing. I actually found so many cool stats, and we've shared stats before on how much writing can do for you, but they literally have scientific proof to back up writing has benefits for your mental, emotional, and physical health. And so one thing that writing does is it brings you clarity. It can bring you relief. It helps you communicate better. Writing helps you develop critical thinking skills. Writing helps you increase your memory. And as my dad always likes to say, a goal not written is only a wish. If it's to be, it's up to me. (laughs) And I've been thinking about that lately as I've been writing a lot more, not just in my book, but in my journal, physically writing, how much clarity and understanding I'm able to have about situations and about my true beliefs when I just write them down. And we think that we can control the world from inside our mind. We think we can just think about it and it's important. But I think a huge, huge part of being aware and understanding our thoughts is to actually write them down. So in order to become more of a thought worker, you got to write those thoughts down. The fourth idea I have for you to become more of a thought worker is to take in better thoughts. That is why we do the podcast. That's why I do my Awesome On Demand membership. It's why I teach my workshops. It's why I do my Instagram lives. All of it is to help shift your thoughts. So that is the goal with our 31-day free thought work challenge is to help you take in better thoughts in an easy, digestible way that you don't even have to remember. We're going to text message it to you, okay? The other thing you can do to take in better thoughts is to read more books, to listen to more podcasts, to diversify who you talk to and hang out with. And also, I think to take in better thoughts, you, we can focus on being a better listener. So one thought that has been really empowering for me is this thought of, I love listening to and learning from everyone. And if I ever find myself in a situation or a conversation or feeling impatient, just maybe because I have other stuff going on or I start thinking like, why am I having this conversation? I have other things to be doing. I remind myself, I love listening to and learning from everyone. And that thought has really helped me to take in better thoughts. My fifth tip for being a better thought worker is to interrupt your patterns. So that's one goal of the text message. That's one goal of this podcast is you have thought patterns in your mind. This is why I do Move It or Lose It Monday is that moving your body is um, the fastest way with your physiology to interrupt your thoughts. And so interrupt those thought patterns, interrupt the patterns in your life. Even maybe listening to this, you're like, oh, thought work, that doesn't, none of this applies to me. Interrupt that pattern with the question, how can this apply to me? right? So you can interrupt your pattern with questions. And then I just wanted to throw number six in there because it is so important and it truly has been the most transformational thing in my life. Why is she crying? I don't know. (laughs) And it's gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude basically does all five of those things in one. So to recap, gratitude brings you to awareness and stillness. Gratitude helps you have more understanding When I write down, so number three was writing. When I write things down, I'm able to realize more things that I'm grateful for. Um, When I'm grateful, I'm taking in better thoughts. And gratitude helps me interrupt my pattern. So if you have not ever taken the time to do our gratitude practice, episode 24, or it's been a while since you've done it, 
I really believe it's one of the single most powerful tools. And again, it's free. It's just sitting there for you that we have to offer for you. And it's nothing I did or Eric's beautiful, beautiful music is awesome. And I feel like I was, you know, in the flow and the prompts I offer are great. But at the end of the day, it's you. It's just you using that tool that already exists. And I just want to give you one more thought that I have been saying to myself lately. You have everything you need. And everything you need is everything you have. <laughs> I, I got home from the grocery store last night. And I had, like, again, stress, stress. I'd forgotten my wallet. I get to the grocery store. You know, I made a list. I get home and I had forgotten, like, key things. And I was like, ugh. That was so annoying to go to all the effort to go to the freaking grocery store. <laughs> And then to get home and not have what I need. And I started just dancing around the kitchen going, everything I need is everything I have. And everything I have (laughs) is everything I need. I really was just making these. I love to make up my motivational pop songs. She does. I have a whole album of motivational pop songs that I want to do. But I just want to give that to you because thoughts are presents. Thoughts are gifts. And when we believe them and internalize them and turn our awareness on them, they will shift your life. They will bring you sex, money, power. Uh, One fun thing that Nichelle and I thought of yesterday is, so the Wu-Tang Clan has a song called Cream, Cash Rolls Everything Around Me. So we had this idea to call everyone who participates in the thought work challenge, the dream team. So thoughts rule everything around me because thoughts do rule everything around you. (laughs) So we want you to join our dream team. If you're a member of Awesome On Demand, we have special incentives and prizes for you guys. And it's going to take our month of mindfulness to the next level. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for Eric. Thank you for doing this, even though you didn't feel great. You're welcome. Thank you guys for this podcast. Are you kidding me? I love this freaking podcast. (laughs) I'm so grateful that you're here. Um, I just, I love you so much. And Eric, do you have a review for us? Yeah, this is called, uh, oh, this is by Dumb Blonde. Okay. She says, hey, oh, my friend recently told me about Allison, and I feel like I owe that friend my life. I decided to start my own online health coaching business focused on helping women love their body at any stage. I felt extremely discouraged in these early stages and have wanted to give up. Episode 71 reminded me that those thoughts can go straight back to hell. (laughs) (laughs) This was the perfect reminder that I can be in control. I loved the focus to be aware and recognize those thoughts. It takes courage and hard work, but it will be done. Finding these podcasts have given me so many thought nuggets to guide me in this new journey. Allison and her team inspire greatness and remind me to just keep trying. It might, it might not always turn out like I expected, but it will always lead to something great. I'm just crying. I think he just points at me because he knows I'm crying. I just love how she said that it's the thought nuggets that are helping her keep going because that is just the most perfect, beautiful, actionable idea of thought work in action. And I'm so grateful to you for that review. Will you please send an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com and you're going to win our very last perfectly posh and Allison show fanny pack that we did from the tour. I want to thank you guys so much for being here and leaving those reviews. So if you guys leave those reviews, share online, sharing is caring, share about the thought work challenge. It's free. If you have friends doing it with you, I want to remind you that only you can be you 
and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are you going to take us out on? Oh, man. I'm working on a new collection in my business, Pleasant Pictures Music Club. This is called Sophisticated, the collection. And these are short little orchestral pieces. And this one's called Crystal Clear. Crystal Clear.